Father, we thank you for your presence. Thank you for your word which you prepared for us today. Thank you for each and every one of us who are privileged to hear your word and be blessed by your word. Thank you for preparing our hearts, Lord, to receive your word as you want us to be. Spirit of God, you take control over each and every one of us. We pray in the name of your son, Jesus Christ. Whatever stand against us in receiving your word, Lord, we rebuke them powerless. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ and sprinkle the blood of Jesus upon each and every one of us. Cleanse us, purify us, prepare our hearts to receive your word as you want us to receive it and be blessed by thy word. Let your name alone be glorified in everything what you are going to hear from you. In Jesus' most exalted name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Once again, it's my privilege to stand here to share God's word. And uh, I don't know where to start and how to say. And uh, one thing I wanted to say here, whatever we hear from this place, it is God's word for each and every one of us. It is not a normal saying, I mean to what I say, because I am experiencing those things. Even last week, when I was hearing, even uh, I do not know how many of you remember the Victor Night message which brought by Brother Joji from this place. After that, I was very much Encourage, and this is God's word. This is what the what God wants us to know very well. These are all the basic teaching and the truth which each and everyone should know. And also, even uh, the songs which we sang, after hearing all those things, I was thinking myself, there is nothing to preach. Everything was sang. I was thinking what to preach. These are all not for everybody. Those who sang and worship God meaningfully, for them it will apply. At the same time, not everybody who attend the service and hear every word and take it of their personalizing the scripture for themselves. For them, God will repeatedly speaking to the same thing what is happening in the Thursday intercession. Most of you are missing it. Thursday intercession, you are missing it. Maybe I'm not going to say anything about it. You know about yourself. But if you are free on Thursdays, you are most welcome to join because that is the hour, the day we prepare for this day. Thursday is a preparation day for today's worship. So for God's presence and God's blessings, it is not only for you you are preparing, you are preparing the whole church. So there also God continually reminds us and speaking to us what to speak today. So in all things, I give all glory, honor, and praises unto him because time and again, time and again, each and every, every activities of this church, God confirms and performs that he is the head of the church. The word of God is the foundation of this church. There is nothing against it or we can think this side or that side. So we are very much blessed because God is the head of this church. And this is his family. We are his children. Brothers and sisters coming together in unity, worshiping the Lord, and hearing from him. Amen? amen? If you believe it, say louder amen to the Lord. Amen. That's right. Today, the title of the message is The Blessings of the Blood of Jesus Christ. The Blessings of the Blood of Jesus Christ. As an introduction, just think about it. The function of the human blood in the body is to keep you healthy, and alive. 
if there is more bleeding or excess of your bleeding the person will die to keep you healthy to keep you alive the blood is most important to our in our human body the same is true of the blood of jesus his blood keeps the body of christ healthy this is the body of christ you are the body of christ if the blood of jesus in you you are healthy and the body become healthy amen amen, amen. amen. secondly when why it is how it is genesis 94 says but you shall not eat the flesh with its life that is it is blood it is more clear in leviticus 17:11 for the life of the flesh is in the blood and i have given it to you upon the altar to make atonement for your souls for it is the blood that makes atonement for the souls what is the truth the life the life is in the in the blood how do we live yeah living person it is because of the blood so in the same way the church should be alive the blood of jesus is important secondly another main function of the blood in the human body is to facilitate and cleansing of the system there are many systems in our body all the system functions well only when the blood flow in the body is going regularly if there is a problem high pressure low pressure and everything contradict we to some organ of the internal organ of the body so the whole system collapse when the whole the blood system is there is a problem in the defect in the blood system so the 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 function of the blood in the human body is facilitate cleansing of the system this is also one of the main purpose of the blood of jesus does for us as a members of the body of christ we are in need of cleansing when we come to the lord this cleansing process is an ongoing operation as we walk in the lord so that we will remain free from sin so the cleansing process of the body is only by the blood of jesus christ we sang which cleanses us which cleanses us the blood of jesus and the sacrifices of jesus and the blood is shed on the cross was the price he paid for the sins of all mankind he spilled blood and the torn flesh bring life to those who accept him as a savior it is a great mystery as to why his innocent life was required as a sacrifice for your sins and of mine we cannot intellectually understand the vicarious suffering or a passion of the lord not why this was the plan through which the salvation would come all the scripture says or hebrew 922 says without shedding of the blood there is no remission hebrew 922 and according to the law almost all things are purified with the blood and without shedding of the blood there is no remission the blessings of the blood of jesus has provided everything to you you need a victorious life if you wanted to live a victorious life on this earth it is only the blood of jesus which provides you everything that includes redemption fellowship healing protection overcoming of satan 
and resurrection and the eternal life. As a Christians, we know about the blood. We sing hymns about the blood. And we remember during the communion, month after month, and we know about the blood. And uh, the most of us, we know, truly know, how deep its power runs and all that is as provided for us. Even more important, how many of us, I just is the question for you, how many of us, even though we heard about the blood of Jesus, we know about the blood of Jesus, we, we remember the blood of Jesus, how many of us personally apply that blood in our life, in our daily life, for the functioning, day-to-day -day life functioning, cleansing, and a healthy life. That matters about your spiritual life. And if you remember in your day-to-day -day life and you apply the blood of Jesus, always, as I said, it, re it redeems you, it protects you, it provides you, it takes care of you, it gives you the victory over Satan. And God is love. And the greatest expression of his love towards us is the blood of Jesus, nothing but. And we experience an outpouring of his love. It is love through the blood that has created a barrier between you and all the works of the devil. So let us go in the often hour of time how much God can Speak to us concerning the things what is revealed to us today. First of all, the blessings of God, or you can put it the power of God, what it gives, and redemption through the blood of Jesus. Redemption through the blood of Jesus. In him, Ephesians 1.7 says, In him we have redemption through his blood for forgiveness of sins according to the riches of of his grace, we are redemption through his blood. That's what he says. In him. So the blessing of the blood of Jesus has provided everything you need, as I said. You know the story, Satan came to Adam's wife, Eve, in the form of serpent. And he deceived her into disobeying God. Adam also followed her and did what Satan told him to do instead of obeying God. When he did that, he made Satan his Lord. And in bowing his knees to Satan, Adam turned over the authority that God has given to him. He made Satan the illegitimate ruler of the earth. All the power and authority Jesus said at the end time and it is given to you. Why? It is after the death. In the beginning when God created the heavens and the earth and everything on this earth and he gave everything to Adam and to rule over because he is the head of everything. So once he has sinned, the authority is taken. That is why even Satan, when he was about to tempt, about tempting Jesus Christ in the wilderness, he said, everything is belongs to me. You bow down. So the authority even now, it is with him. Even with those, as for the temporal, it is in the, in the hands of Satan. But Jesus overcame the penalty over us and overcome the world. That's why he's encouraging us. I have overcome the world. And we are, you are, I am the conquerors of the world, but you are the more than the conquerors. So in that case, it is, for, it is only for those who know and receive Jesus Christ in their life, not for everybody. You have to, those who are experiencing Jesus Christ in our day-to-day -day life, Jesus is in you. That means he is the Lord of your life. He is your savior. And you wanted to live a life, and you desire to live a life which will please him. If that is true, you are the victorious Christian. From that day on, 
everything changed. With one trespass, death was passed on to all men. Romans 5.12 says, The earth and everything in it was suddenly cursed and man was separated from God by sin. But God had a plan. His plan of redemption was the same as it was for Abel, Moses, and Noah. It would be through the shedding of the blood. Such a great redemption for all mankind for eternity could not be accomplished through the blood of just your goat or ram. Redemption of this magnitude required a much greater sacrifice that is the blood of his son Jesus Christ. That is how he paid the price by shedding his blood for us. So the greatest thing the blood of Jesus accomplished was this. It washed all your sins away and made you clean and pure, white as snow, as we have sang today. From the minute you receive Jesus as the Lord of your life, God will not remember any past sin in your life. That is how it is powerful blood. It became powerful blood. The moment you accept it, Jesus in your life, all your sins will be forgiven. That's why it is powerful. Galatians 3.13 says, In addition to being redeemed from sin, the blood also set us free from the curse of the law so that the blessing of Abraham might come upon us in Christ. What is the curse? The curse is death, sin, sickness, disease, poverty, depression, anything bad you can think of. Adam's transition that is gave Satan authority over the life of man. But because of the power of the blood of Jesus, the moment you made Jesus Christ as the Lord of your life, you were redeemed from the curse and the Satan was put out of business in your life. So, it is a privilege for those who accepted Jesus Christ as the Lord. And again, it is a Opportunity for those who do not know Christ in their life or knowing, not accepting Jesus Christ in their life as a Lord and Savior in their life as well. Secondly, fellowship with God and God's children. That is another blessing. Soon after you accepted Christ, Immediately you need fellowship of God and fellowship of his children. If not, it is a danger for you to live all alone. That is why even the New Testament we read, those who are baptized, immediately they are led to the church. So that is how the church also built. As we have started, how many we are here, it is a testimony as well. So, Fellowship with God and God's children through the blood of Jesus is another blessing. Hebrew 10.19 says, Having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus. We have the boldness and we have the enter ticket. And when you think of a fellowship, you likely think of a time spent over as you gather in our prayer meetings or in a fellowship or in our castles. They are all the fellowship. There is no doubt about it. it, is, it if it is of more of the spiritual, yes. And also, we learn, we, we, we experience. Those who are attending the castle only, they will know. Those who are not attending, you may not have it. So we are sorry for that. Those who attend the castle, we know what is the love of God, what is the fellowship of God, what kind of fellowship we have one among one another and with our God. So that is why always it is a privilege once in a month we come together in communion, it reminds us two things. We are fellowshipping together 
and also fellowshipping with the Lord Jesus, obeying what he has commanded. So the fellowship means, it means to everybody, those who attend the fellowship. Before Adam fell in Garden of Eden, he had enjoyed a friendship and fellowship with God. I like that. Every cool place, he used to walk with him, fellowship with him. What a great joy it is. How many of us having that kind of experience in our personal life, all alone, walking in a cool place, you, uh, you admire and having a feeling of God is with you. Can I see your hands? That's good. Thank you. It is the greatest, joyous uh, time in our life that we enjoy it. So, after Adam's fall, sin separated us from the precious fellowship and could only be restored through the blood of Jesus. When you receive Jesus as the Lord of your Savior, as I said, you declare that you want to receive his fellowship, his friendship, and the door is open for you to enjoy it. Because of the power of the blood of Jesus, you can come to God boldly into the presence of God. The blood of Jesus builds a mighty wall between sin and believers who have been made the righteousness of God through Jesus. Second Corinthians chapter 5 verse 21 says that. Another word of fellowship is communion. I'm not going to touch much about it. It, it, it reminds us about the communion. Even the Lord Jesus Christ, when he was on this earth, when he said to his disciples, he said in John 15, 15, what did he say? What did he say? 15, 15, John 15, 15. I will not tell you as a servants, but you are my friends. I like that. You are a friend of God. The greatest, another thing I enjoyed is, the grace is the friendship with God. Yes, it is true to accept him as the Lord and Savior. But when you come to friendship, that is the, again, the closest or intimate relationship that you will enjoy it. You know, about Abraham, when he spoke about what all the things, uh, names uh, Abraham had, among all, I like. I'm, I want to be a friend of our God. I loved it. In the same thing, when Jesus Christ was, uh, I like that, when Jesus Christ was on the earth, and he said and, uh, about uh, Zacchaeus, and uh, the people were talking about him, how come he fellowship or friendship with these uh, sinners. So, you know, just uh, um, my nephew, he bought a car. And in that car, he was asking me, what scripture we have to put it there? Give me a one uh, uh, good word. I said, put it on the back side, not in the front, because nobody watches. Put it on the back. You know, usually in India, so many scriptures the people used to put. Commonly there are very, even inside also people used to put the stickers and the promises. What is that? What is that? Common scriptures, what you see in the car. Praise the Lord will be there, definitely. Then, his presence will go before you. He will protect you. Right? All these promises will be there. But you know what I said? Jesus, friend of sinners. In red letter, I put it to the backside. Jesus, friend of sinners. So that will give somebody, when, water, when, when somebody read it, they will think about it. What is this meaning? From where this? With the scripture, reference. What does it mean? Because God loves everybody. So he is not far from the sinners. He came for the sinners. So when the sinners read it, he will remember, he will understand Jesus Christ is the friend. How come? How? It is possible. When they ask the question, we are here to answer them. We should be able to answer. 
you don't understand because your face shows it. You know, in this church, we have a disciples training. Yearly twice we are, we are, we are, uh, we are uh, conducting it. I do not know how, what understanding you have in that, why we are conducting it. But you know, it is for a simple question, simple answer, or it is for your betterment. There are people, those who accepted Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior, they are living a life for more than 10 years, 15 years, 20 years also, they are believers. But if we ask them one question, what is righteousness? Why you became Christian? What is sin? We had the simple terms which is used in the Bible, if we are not able to answer, you need a discipleship training. That is why. Even the sin. What do you know about sin? You are forgiven, you are accepted, you are a believer. But you should be able to lead someone and convince that person as he is a sinner, he needs Jesus Christ. That training, the discipleship training will give you. In the same way, for every scripture you quote, or you memorize, or you claim it, you should know the meaning of it. You should be able to lead someone into Christ. For that, you should know Christ fully, not by name. You should have that experience. So the maturity based on what? It is not with your knowledge. Everybody can preach. Everyone can uh, understand the Bible. But personalizing that scripture in your life, going through obstacles, troubles in your life, and after overcoming, then you will know you are maturing, maturing. After facing one after one, the obstacles in your life. And even the same thing with the scripture. If you don't understand the scripture, you spend your time, meditate the time, try to understand that scripture, personalize those promises in your life. Why it is written, for what it is written, who has written, and what is there for me. Where I am, keep yourself there. Whenever you hear the messages, it is, don't think, if you think that it is not for me, it is for somebody, you miss everything. That's it. That's it. Even in the, even the title itself, oh, this is something, everything we know. Finish. The rest of the one and a half hours or two hours, what you are sitting is waste. Whatever it, even, even repeatedly God speaks about something, even if you know about it, you pay attention to that. What is deeply hidden in that message which is for me? Don't think about the others. It is for that person. This is for this family. Every word, even when you sing, that's why time and again we are emphasizing, meaningfully you sing. If you have sang the song before worship, all the, whatever we sang, that's what the message today. That's what I'm saying. Do you, believe, do you believe that? Okay, let's move on. Thirdly, how about healing? It is a very common. There's no much time for it. Anyhow, Isaiah 53 verse 5. By his stripes we are healed. When you take communion, do you think of healing? Most Christians take the emblem of the blood and say, thank God we are delivered from sin. And that is true. Praise God for it. But we should mean it. Yes. How? I, I, I don't know what to, how to express it. Whenever you think of the blood, you should think of Jesus Christ who is, hang, who is hanging on the cross as he is hanging on the cross. He was brutally beaten and the shedding of the blood. That blood is to me and it is me who is supposed to die on the cross. On my behalf, he hanged on the cross. He was beaten. He shed his blood. He gone through all the agony. 
It is all because of my, me. If you personalize that, you'll be totally broken in your heart. Then your heart will be filled with the thanking God for how, how come he took your place there and we are comfortably sitting here with all freedom. Of course, God redeems us, no doubt about it. But that is why whenever we come to the Lord's table, come with reverence. Come with, examine yourself repeatedly. Repeatedly, God said it is encouraged. Remember this. When you remember this, remember this. How long we will remember? Until he's coming. Do this in remembrance of me. So, we should identify ourselves with the scriptures. We should identify ourselves with him. He is there because of me. If you think like that, definitely you know what is the price he has paid. Anyhow, in Matthew 8, uh, yeah, 53, 4, 5 to 4, you can read it. Matthew 8, 16, when Jesus said, When the evening had come, they brought to him many, many who were demon-possessed, and he cast out the spirits with a word and healed all who were sick. That it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah, the prophet, saying, He himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. So, what was written in Isaiah was fulfilled in the days of Jesus Christ. That is the meaning. So, the highlight for you, many who were, many who were brought, all were sick or healed. That is the power of God. God gave everything he had to redeem the mankind from the curse. When we rejoice only the part of his sacrifice, it is an insult to him. When we apply the blood of Jesus and receive its power, we need to remember to apply it in its fullness. Don't just receive and apply it off we. Accept everything Jesus has sacrificed which was provided. If you fail to understand and receive the full power of the blood, you will be missing out. Paul wrote 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 30, as you have made. For this reason, many are weak and sick among you, and many are asleep. That means we should apply it and receive it, in, receive it and apply it in a full measure, not half of the week. Wholeheartedly, you believe and accept it and take part in that. Fourthly, it is a protection through the blood of Jesus. Protection through the blood of Jesus. Exodus 12, 13. Now the blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. That is called Passover. And the plague shall not be on you to destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. In Exodus, after nine devastating plagues, Pharaoh still refused to let God's people to go. So God sent a final plague, one of the judgment, that is to spit all the firstborn in the land of Egypt. Exodus 12, 12. As sons of Adam, Satan know the children of Israel had broken the covenant with God and were also due judgment. God could protect them, but not without the blood. They had a covenant relationship with God through Abraham, but they needed to stand in the covenant. They needed to choose the covenant over the curse. That's what we sang now. So God instructed them to take the blood of the lamb and paint it on their doorposts. They did. And the angel of the death passed them by. Was it really the blood of the lamb that stopped them from the being killed? No. It was the blood of the lamb Jesus who was slain from the 
foundation of the world. Revelation 18, 13 verse 8 says. Revelation chapter 13 verse 8. Yes. All who dwell on the earth will worship him whose names have not been written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. This was prepared. Jesus has to die on the cross by shedding his precious blood. He will save the whole world was planned before the foundation of the world. That is the meaning of it. So the blood of the Lamb is we have to apply the blood of the Jesus Christ over your family and your household and watch every danger to pass over you. Whatever you are going through, apply the blood of Jesus. I like Brother Jignish in this play. Always, whenever he agrees, praise the Lord in the blood of Jesus. How many of you experienced that? In the blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus. I do not know how many times he mentioned it every day. Thank God for that kind of faith. God will honor him. Fifthly, overcoming Satan. That we know through the blood of Jesus. We can overcome Satan in our lives and the lives of our loved ones by claiming the atoning work of Christ and his blood shed for us. Revelation 12:11 says, And they overcome him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto death. Who are they? Who are they? The redeemed people. Those who are washed by the blood of the Lamb. We should be the people. We should say that we, are, we should be the they. Right? Yes. Our faith in what the blood of Jesus does for us will bring us the victory. Pay attention to God's word. If it is for you, say amen. amen. Yeah. Always you should be alert. That is the sign of your life church. If it is not a life church, it will be like that. Understand what I mean? Yes. Pay attention to every word. Catch up. Where you are, is it for you? Is it by it is speaking about you alone? And if it is there, definitely don't bother about who is your neighbor. Say amen. That is accepting it. God will honor you. Amen. Not for me, you say amen. When you say amen, it is God who honors you. Because it shows that you are so much concerned and conscious and alert in here receiving God's word. That should be the sign of a living church. We are never to walk in condemnation, but in the righteousness of Christ, we are born again. When we have Christ's righteousness, so there is therefore no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Romans 8.1 But we are the people. Amen? Amen? There is no condemnation. Hello? There is no condemnation. Amen. For those who are? Amen. Amen. They overcome the world in the sense, they overcome the devil. By their testimony. Testimony of the word of God. So you should know the word as well. And as we speak the words of the world and the New Testament, we overcome devil. God's words will overcome the situation. But we must allow the word of the Lord to abide in us so that we can speak it forth and overcome. If you abide in me and in my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will and it shall be done to you. John 15 verse 7. Jesus said, because of the time I cannot go further, but the word is most important. And overcoming the world, when I stop the message there, 
Okay, everything is good. Everything is good by the blood. By the blood, number one, we are redeemed. Number two, we are having fellowship with one another, with God and with the people, his children. Third, God heals us. Four, God protects us. Five, we will overcome the world, but this is not the end. That's what God spoke when I was going through it. That's why I added the last one. The resurrection and the eternal life through the blood of Jesus. Let us read scriptures only and we will close. John 6, 53 to 55. John 6. Then Jesus said to them, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless you eat the flesh, flesh of the Son of Man, and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Straightforward statement. Unless you have the blood and the flesh, you drink the cup or add the flesh, there's no life in you. <coughs> Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood as, a eternal, as eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. For my flesh is food indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. Victory service, what is the key words? If son sets you free, you are free indeed. When I had that message on that, while going, I was thinking of, why, what, I am preparing the same message, what I am going to present on this Friday. I remember Jesus, when he was speaking to his disciples, more is preaching. Some of the places he said, verily, verily, I say unto you. Verily, verily, I say unto you. Here, most assuredly I say to you. Why? There was most of emphasis on it. That is most important. That is the reason he said it. The same way God comes on me. Yes, this message even repeatedly you speak it on Friday. That is most important. You continue to speak. I cannot change it. It is happening in my life. It is a, there are many times. I had this experience so many times. So it assures me, assures me, give me, giving me the confidence of it is God's word for this church. It is God's word. If it is a God's word for you today, say amen to that. Hebrew 9.12 Not with the blood of goats or calls, but with his own blood, he entered the most holy place once for all having obtained the eternal redemption. Revelation, when you go through, as we sang, even Brother Matthew read, 5, 9 to 13, when you read it, you take home, you read about it. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain. This way, Christian life is from Alpha to Omega. It covers by the blood of Jesus. Our life is starting from Alpha to Omega. Jesus is the Alpha and the Omega. We are in between now. Alpha is started. Omega is the end. What we read on reading about the revelation is our future hope and future glory. And without the blood of Jesus, the emphasis here is, without the blood of Jesus, those who are, if you are not washed by the blood of the Lamb, and there is no resurrection. If there is no resurrection, there is no hope of the eternal life. Our life is not the we became a victorious living, or if you are a victorious person on this earth, our life is not ended in this world. This is the temporary place to prepare for our eternity. Our faith is our we have a goal. We our goal is about the eternity. Whatever the way, whatever we do, whatever we preach, whatever we follow, everything ultimately leads to make heaven. That's it. Not to live a jolly life on this earth. That is not the end. Let me conclude with one word and lastly I will read it. Hebrew 13, 20 and 21. Now, may the God of peace who brought up our Lord Jesus from the dead, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you complete 
in every good work to do his will working in you what is well pleasing in his sight through jesus christ to him be glory forever and ever amen may the god bless you and keep you from falling and have a victorious living Church, let's be in an attitude of prayer as we thank God for these words which we have heard right now. It's not a message we hear all the time, but God had a reason, a purpose, and it is for us. The blood of Jesus. Let's not be ashamed of it. That's the blood which has given us life. Don't look around. Don't look at me. Don't count the brown boards on the ceiling. Close your eyes and talk to God. Have you experienced the power of that blood? Have you tasted that blood? Is that the blood which is keeping you healthy and alive? Is it the blood of Jesus which has cleansed you from all sin? You've got to answer this question, not your neighbor. If we are those who haven't experienced the blood of Jesus Christ in our lives, we are poor people to those of you who have experienced and are having the blood of jesus flowing through their veins thank god take this opportunity to say just to just say thank you i might not have remembered this all the time but today lord you have reminded me and i come to you with gratitude i was lost but you picked me up you shed your blood that i might live what about those who haven't experienced the blood of jesus christ Is this the first time you have heard of it? Do you want to know more? You can talk to us. And we'll take you through the word of God, not my words, not pastor's words, not any of our leaders' words, but the word of God. Let that convict you. If you have heard it before, it's time for you to decide do you want life or are you okay with death and if you are ready to take a decision right now that you want to give your life to Jesus Christ so that your tomorrow is life you can put up your hands the whole church is praying everybody's praying for himself or herself so you think about yourself do you want to give your life to christ thank you lord we thank you right now lord father for you have spoken to every one of us lord to some of us who needed reconfirmation thank you lord for reconfirming your truth lord to some of us who needed to hear it again thank you lord for we have heard it again 
for some who are hearing it for the first time father speak more clearly to them so they will understand thank you lord in jesus name we pray amen will you turn your bibles to 1 corinthians chapter 11 we'll read verses 23 to 28 and then we'll move on to john as we read and prepare for the lord's table so 1 corinthians chapter 11 verses 23 to 28 for i received from the lord that which i also delivered to you that the lord jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed took bread and when he had given thanks he broke it and said take eat this is my body which is broken for you do this in remembrance of me in the same manner he also took the cup after supper saying this cup is the new covenant in my blood this do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me for as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup you proclaim the lord's death till he comes therefore whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and blood of the lord but let a man examine himself and so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup shall we turn to john chapter 6 and read from verse 53 to 56 john 6 53 onwards then jesus said to them most assuredly i say to you unless you eat the flesh of the son of man and drink his blood you have no life in you whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life and i will raise him up at the last day for my flesh is food indeed and my blood is drink indeed he who eats my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me and i in him brothers sisters let us take a moment to thank the lord for his supreme selfless sacrifice on the cross for our sake we are preparing for the lord's table so you come with preparation you see with this sacrifice that jesus christ made he lifted from us the burden of sin that we were carrying He accepted our words of repentance and redeemed us from death, destruction and Satan. Thank the Lord. And as you thank the Lord for what he did on that cross through which you and I live today and as you thank the Lord for that also examine and prepare yourself. Is there any unforgiven sin in your life? take a moment think about your life is there any unforgiven sin ask god for his forgiveness right now you don't need to do any penance you don't need to do anything you just ask god right now seated where you are god forgive me for what i did and he is faithful and just and he will forgive you you see it is his blood that cleanses us and gives us life let's take a moment to pray for the elements that we're going to have right now to represent his body and his blood father we thank you lord father for this lord's table father god we do not come lightly to this table We do not come with a casual mind lord father but we come with gratitude in our hearts lord understanding the sacrifice that you made 
so that I might live. I couldn't do it. You did it, Lord, for me. And Father God, I do not ever want to forget that. And as we share of the elements that are set ahead before us, Lord, to recognize your body and your blood, pray, Lord, that you sanctify every one of it, Lord, that it shall truly be representative of your body and your blood. Every person who's going to come up here, Lord Father, to share in today's Lord's table, I pray, Lord, that you will walk with them, Lord Father. Your presence will be with them, Lord Father. And you will continue to be Lord, Savior, and Master in their life. To every person who's yet to take a call on their future, Lord. Father, minister unto them, Lord Father. Seated where they are, sit with them, Lord Father, and minister unto them, Lord. We thank you, we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now please remember, the Lord's table is for all those who have accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as Lord, Savior, and Master, and you have gone through the waters of baptism. So if you haven't done this, please abstain from coming to the Lord's table. Please meditate on the Word of God. Look at your own life and consider receiving the Lord Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior and obeying the Lord through the waters of baptism. For those partaking of the Lord's table, the ushers will guide you as you come forward. Please come with reverence and thankfulness. And when you return to your seats, please continue to be in an attitude of prayer and gratitude. As we drink this cup, we worship you. As we eat this bread, we honor you, and we offer you our lives as you have offered yours for us. We
Praise the Lord. We have taken one of the steps that God has directed us to do. That we should continue to do this that he has directed us to do. Now you have taken it for this month. I want you to open your mouth and begin to appreciate God that Lord, thank you for the opportunity that you have granted me to partake in your table. Begin to appreciate God. Lord, I thank you. This is another time. This is another moment that you have granted me the blessing to partake in your table this Friday. Father, every other thing in my life, every other thing that may want me to backslide, Father, turn them to testimony in my life. That every other thing that I want you to look back into your past, that God should take them away. With this blood and the bread and the flesh of Jesus that you have taken, that Lord God Almighty should have mercy over you, have mercy over me, that I turn everything to his glory. 
that the glory of God will shine over us, that the glory of God will be over us, that it will keep us safe and sound. Whenever we want to take misstep, the blood of Jesus will remind us. The blood of Jesus will direct us. He will redeem us. He will heal us. He will make us to overcome Satan in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. This is another blessed day that we have counted worthy to partake in your table. We give you all praises and adoration. Lord, we have taken it. Every step and every step that devil may want to take just to divert our attention. Father, we call on that blood that you shed on the cross Calvary. That that blood will continuously show us the direction, the right path to follow in the mighty name of Jesus. That every spirit that is directing us back to our vomit, to our old sin, to our old self, that the spirit of God shall suppress it and overcome them in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, almighty God. Blessed be your holy name. Lord, we thank you for the message that we have heard today. We bless your name for your servant that you have used. We pray for more anointing in the mighty name of Jesus. Every other one you have used for today's service to your glory. Father, anoint them all in Jesus' name. And as we go, Father, go ahead of us. Go with us and come after us. When we meet here during the week or next week, take full control. Let your name be glorified. For in Jesus' name, we have prayed. Let's share the grace together in fellowship. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, in our mercy shall follow us all the days of our life, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. And we shall dwell in the house of the Lord. And amen. Congratulate your labor, neighbor. God bless you all. Newcomer, don't forget, meet this side, outside.